Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Hello. Yeah. Welcome to the Midnight Paco Podcast. Let me spit my gum out. <laughs> Professional. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do things here. Yeah, the Midnight Paco Podcast is brought to you in part by the Acumen Paralegal Services. Help you help yourself the legal way. The services that they offer is help with documents that need to be tied, guardianships, probate, divorce, wills and trusts, complaints, business organization, financial planning, and legal research and writing. There you go. She has helped me out in the past, and she does great work. And we appreciate the use of the office. Absolutely. Big ups, big ups. Well, what's going on? How, How was the week? The week was cool, you yeah, know. Yeah. We played a brand new place in Canton, Ohio. Big ups. Big ups. Boom, boom, room. The boom, boom, room. Boom, boom, room. Ebony, Ebony Timberlake that was the host. She did a great she job. She did a great job, man. She kept the show going. She kept the show going. Yeah. Everything went smooth. They had uh, a singer. Yeah, Julie Riggs. Julie Riggs. She can Julie. sing. Woo, when I tell you, she had this song where she, she just started flowing and singing. Flowing and singing. It was, it was, that, was, that was one of my favorites. She was like floretry by herself. Yeah, yeah. And even at the end, the mic went. You know, the mic went spoiler, and she sang it without. Bam. The mic, she didn't need no microphone. Didn't need a mic. Didn't need a mic. Did a wonderful job. Wonderful job. Uh, it was a contest. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Patrick. Patrick, Patrick. yeah. He did, man, <laughs> Ha! He said some stuff. <laughs> Patrick, he did a great job. He did a great job, man. Yeah, great job, he, hands he, down. He won and he yeah, deserved that one. For sure. Yeah, I apologize on the last name, but uh, yeah, his first name is Patrick. First name, Patrick. Yeah, definitely. So, he, yeah, he did a wonderful job. I just like how, how the flow of the whole thing went. You know what I mean? It was smooth. Evan, he kept it going. Seen some new faces, you know, new for faces, the first time. New comics. Yep, yep. Which is awesome. I like it because... When you see somebody going up for their first, first, first time, man. I've been there. Yeah. I had nothing. <laughs> What'd you do, like two minutes? Three, 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 maybe three. It was fire, though. <laughs> three minutes of fire. Three minutes of straight fire. Straight fire. Yeah. But gut busting jokes. <laughs> it was like jokes and jokes and jokes, and that's all I got. Have a good night. Right. I don't have it like that. I tell a little bit between. There's a couple dull. I didn't say dull moments. I always try and make it sound like you know cohesive and everything. But most of the stuff's life. You smooth. You. I'm trying, man. It's. I I just didn't have anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But sometimes you just got. I mean, some of the best comedians just go up on stage and just riff. You know what I mean? And it's God bless you because I can't do that. It's. Ooh, it's so just, I like to be prepared. I think once you get comfortable, it's easier. That's the thing. You, know? you can trip over <laughs> nervous, <laughs> nervousness. Ooh. Uh, you can trip over where you think your jokes are going to hit and oh, they don't. That's the worst. <laughs> you be like, I'm about to kill him. You'll set it up. Ooh. Bam, deliver your punchline and you get crickets. And then you just forget what the hell you about to say next, man. Because you incorporated uh, it and rehearsed it in your head. Yep. Yeah. And, and even if you don't laugh, like I mean it's it's just it's weird. But yeah, that silence and I don't expect big laughs. You know, I mean a lot of my stuff isn't designed for big but humor. You, you don't know though. 
you can't control it. Exactly. Exactly. You, you could say, okay, this is a little laugh, and I'm gonna build up, and and then I'm gonna close it with a boom, and yeah, and, right. Your boom is a boom, boom. You dropping the toilet? <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I had a joke that I thought was a boom. Uh huh. And then the first thing I said was the boom. Oh, see. and I'm like, that's like, not even a punchline, y'all. Like, what? Are you, oh yeah, you yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I just I like blah, that. and they yeah. were like ah. And I'm like, yeah, because you say you're, what did you say? He's, uh, you're He's biracial. Biracial, yeah. And I think just that, <laughs> that wasn't even the, the punchline. I'm like, yet. that ain't even a joke, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Why is y'all laughing at that? Hey, you got to take those. Who raised y'all? Right, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Right. <laughs> that's funny. Well, who's that? Yeah. Who's biracial these days? Biracial? <laughs> I'm like. That's, so That's not the punchline. Yeah, not at all. No, I do remember that. Yep, that was funny because you yeah. even said something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. I was like, that ain't the. Yeah. I said, why is y'all laughing? Right, yeah. You did, yeah. And see, that was the beauty of the first time you went on stage. It's because. That was the second time. Was it the second time? Either either way. I mean, you Maybe. were comfortable. Yeah. You, you talked to the crowd. Right. You, you, you were free flowing a little bit. And then you even did your jokes that you prepared. I yeah. mean, I do. I go up there. Phew, I ain't talking to you. I'm not talking to the crowd. I ain't doing it. Well, reason, I try once I get you know. I'm the trying, reason but. why I interact with the crowd is because, like, in my mind, what's the difference between them watching you either on television or on the internet, and they come see you? Like, what would be the difference? In addition to you looking at them, they can say something to you. You can respond to them. Like, you know, I can hear you, right? I'm standing. Right. Right. You're yeah, not watching yeah. TV. Yeah, this, <laughs> that's that's a great point. Yeah, that is like, a great point. I can hear you. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying that's what I'm saying. But I'm, when we go do these, some of these open mics, is what I'm getting at is you have five minutes on stage. Some people get to talking to the crowd. You know, just. In the moment, which is great. And sometimes they have funny jokes. You know what I mean? They, they talk and get people to laugh. But then when they go to do their material, they're in it and it's like, ooh, I got the light already? Yeah, you spent two minutes talking right. to the crowd. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and you know, some of these, you know, you have a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like 15 comedians that go up. Yeah. Five minutes Sometimes, piece, sometimes you, know? you can't control that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to address something sometimes. Yeah, I get it. Like, if if you're on stage and you have material and the audience is interacting with you, with your material. Right. Yeah. You kind of got to involve You kind of, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. a little yeah. bit. It only feels right. A little bit. It, yeah, yeah, you can make a beat. I was like that one time I was <laughs> Doing my stuff, and she had that one chick I had to bring up about bidets, and you know what right. I mean. So I kind of riffed with that, and I was able to get back in the material. But you, you snap right in, yeah, right yeah, in. yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's that. But see, that that becomes a problem sometimes too, because then somebody else thinks they can talk, and then it gets. Then you can lose a room. From what I know, I trust me, I ain't got it like that. Where I've had room. <laughs> Let's keep it real. <laughs> I mean, but you, you know, know, you know, I I think that I've seen. Comedians and hosts lose a room right off the rip, and we know who we're talking about. <laughs> but okay, yeah, you can lose a room. You know what I'm saying? But you can also, like, I'm here to let everybody know. I come from roasting. 
So I got one locked in, in the chamber for you <laughs> at all times. Like, if you heckling me, I'm gonna, I'm shooting you back fast. I mean, that's just where I came from. So yeah. it's like, well, that's just that, that's not what I'm there for, right? But you, you, you know. Oh yeah. Well, that's just. I think that's just growing up. I mean, I think yeah. that my, my buddies prepared me for all that. Oh, they yeah. talked so much shit about me growing up. Are yeah, you kidding me? Absolutely. There's nothing anybody can say that my friends have not already pointed out. Exactly. And that I already don't know my flaws. You know what I mean? So go ahead. And I'll probably laugh because it's probably funny and true. I mean. I train my, my kids and my nephews the same way. They're ready for you too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're ready for it. But but I was saying like but you you saw that I'm ready for hecklers like oh yeah yeah hecklers. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you get heckled and I'll get you right I got one locked and loaded <laughs> at all times I'm just telling you like if it. if I can see you I'm gonna get you sometimes the lights in my face and I can't see you right it's just a voice it's a voice it's and I'm like it's a voice man. <laughs> That's all I had one time. It says the voice in the dark. Yeah, I yeah, right, right. I right. couldn't see him. Yeah, but it was, just, it was still a response. It was still something. It was a response. Yeah. If, if I can see you, you better be in the dark. Say your stuff in the dark, because if I can see you, I'm gonna get you. I just look at it like this. I mean, I, I think the only way is if somebody disagrees or something on my material. Because most of my stuff, I mean, I'm talking about my wife, talking about me. I mean, unless you disagree, well, I guess. You know, that one chick did. <laughs> About how you take care of your personal hygiene. <laughs> she didn't like baby wipes. Yeah, she was just saying bidet. What about oh, bidet? Yeah. We already had this discussion. Right. When you're cleaning dishes and something's dry on it, you can spray it all you want. Sometimes you still got to scrub, right? You still got to get in there and scrub. Yeah. And toilet paper, dude. I, I swear I feel like a goddamn baby if I try to, if I don't wipe my <laughs> toilet, I mean, with baby wipes. It's, it's a mess. It's terrible. It's like, I don't feel clean at all. I might as well take a shower. It's, 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 I've been using them. I mean, I use it to dry. I use the baby wipes, but it's been 20 years since I just wiped my ass with regular ass toilet paper. And I don't know how people just do it. All filthy assholes. I'm just saying. And I have no stock in baby wipes. I should. I promote them so damn much. Yeah. But I'm just, hey, whatever. You do, you guys. <laughs> So, uh, no, I had a great time. My son came down. Yeah. You know, you met him for the first time. Shout out. He, this this dude is man, 23 years old, and I don't remember being that laid back at 23 years old. I, I was not. I don't, I don't know. Laid back dude. Just, he's in the cut. He, you know, it's Shout out to uh, Tyler and Wiz for coming yeah, to support. Yeah, big ups. That was, just, you know, that was awesome. Yeah. Good support. You know, they had a great time. He came from Erie. Erie PA. PA. Repping it all day. That's right. 814. Yeah. And look, Cleveland's just a bigger Erie. <laughs> There's nothing. Yes, Cleveland is a bigger Even our Erie. football team is better. Sorry. And they're a semi-pro, bro. <laughs> Cleveland is a bigger Erie with a skyline because we have a downtown. and Yeah. Yeah, we got big we, buildings. We, we also have um, uh uh Two, three, we have a professional baseball team. We have a professional basketball team. You do. We have a professional football team. Ohio State's not professional. We also have a great college team, Ohio State. Yes, they are. Um, so, <clears throat> Cleveland rocks, dude. 
Cleveland Rock. And I and I can and, and if I had a, a, another three hours, I can list all the names of the stars. From acting to music to they came from Cleveland. I, I, well, I see why came, they left this month. <laughs> and, and and I, I can't think of why I'm out this bitch. I can't think of one <laughs> successful person other than Justin Fuller over here. What success is a big that word. came from Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Can you name it a few? All my friends are successful, <laughs> but they're elsewhere too. They're all successful in their in their right profession. Yeah. Just because they're not celebrities. And well, I'm, 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 speaking of, I'm, speaking of, I'm speaking of celebrities and sports stars. I mean, still have tons of football players. Not tons, but yeah. you know, there's there's been a lot of football players that came out of here. Any actors? Um I see. I don't I don't know. Any I'm sure there are. Yeah. I'm sure there are. Straight from the streets of Erie. I think uh Bon Jovi's grandmother was was in Erie. Yeah. I think that was yeah, I believe she Shout out here. to Bon Jovi's grandmother. I believe so, yeah. I think she lived by she my buddy is. around the corner. Because I think that living on a prayer, he was singing about Erie. Oh, but see, prayers. Good places. Prayers. Yeah. That's right. See, don't mess with me. I'm a rev, dog. Don't even hate Reverend Fuller right here. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hell is on its way to freezing over. If it's not already, it's close. It's but I'm an ordained minister. How about them apples, people? Hmm. Who the funk that? This is like the second time in my life that I would have said, Who the funk that? First time was when I was walking in Iraq. For <laughs> the first time. Who the fuck? I would have been here. This wasn't a plan in my life at all. Yeah. But you see where we're at right here. So you mentioned you were in Iraq. How how, uh, how long Well, how long were you in the... What branch of the military were you in? I was in uh, the Army National Guard. Yeah. Okay. I was in there. I joined in 2003. I got out in 2010. Was when I was actually done with my contract, I believe. Somewhere around there. And then uh, I got back in for a year in 2014, around there. That's dope. But then I got back out because the wife was like, no, get out. So you said you were in Iraq. How yeah. many tours did you do? Uh, I was there twice. Uh was there 2004 to 2005, and then 2008, 2009. Thank you for yeah. your service. Oh, no doubt, brother. No. I never thought I would have joined. I loved G.I. Joe growing up, but uh, military, I ain't doing that shit. It yeah. wasn't like a, it wasn't like I was raw, raw, or military, you know right. what I mean? But I, my buddy was always, I think since high school, he was in, um, what's that called? ROTC. ROTC. Yeah, yeah, and then he went to college and he was doing that. So he was always doing that. He went in the Army National Guard up in PA, big shout out them and uh he just you know he, he just kept asking me you're enjoying you're enjoying i'm good dog i'm good <laughs> you know what i mean right. and I, I graduated i was 20 i think the only reason why i joined i was 25 i was driving a school bus and i got passed over for a full-time spot and i was just you know i'm like this this isn't what i want to do with myself no no you know no shots to people that are doing that but right. it's like this ain't something I want to do with my life. Right. So I was like, well, I guess I got to go to school and I ain't money to do anything. So I got all of my buddy. And I was like, hey, what's up? You know, join the infantry. Big shout out. Bam. I mean, is there any other job? If you're going to do it, you might as well do it. So 
Plus, they had a bigger signing bonus. I ain't gonna lie. Infantry did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course. You want to be a cook? Here's three thousand. You want to go almost die? <laughs> Here's six. <laughs> I'm broke. All right. What's up? Let's do this. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. But man, it was one of the the best experiences of my life. Luckily, nobody. You know, I didn't get killed, but we did have one person, and you know, Sergeant Carl Morgan. Uh, yeah, he died May twenty second. Uh, 2005 yeah yeah so we lost him we had some people get messed up you know gratefully nothing happened to me and uh you know some some other people are still living with injuries and things of that nature but uh it's rough man it that's when you realize life and that's what changes you right. i think you know what i mean as you because when you come back you see people and you know the grass you you don't cut the grass. You don't worry about some of the, the smaller things right. in life. You know what I mean? Right. And it helps change and mold you a certain way. So that's the one thing I look at. And then the bonds you make with some people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I still got Most some definitely. of my buddies I sure. keep close uh, close contact with. So Yeah, you guys really had to, uh, you know, have each other's back. Oh, yeah. Um, regardless yeah. of personal views and differences, you, you guys were American soldiers first. Oh, yeah. Big up. And... Honestly, I think I joined to be a morale boost. Because <laughs> if that would have been an MOS, because, man, that's all I do. Once I got comfortable, uh, you know, my personality is going to come out and I try and make the best out of any bad situation. So that was always my goal, man. I, I was never better than anybody. And that was the beautiful thing about going up through the ranks. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, in any job, you, you see people who take advantage of the position, and I never did that. You know, I never, I mean, there's things I skipped out on because I could as, as a squad leader, mm -hmm. but it's not like I never did those things before. So right. it's like, guess what? You know, sorry for you, but I had to do that shit too, so. Yeah. And I always, and if anything, I would go check out things before I sent anybody else because I would feel terrible if something happened to them. You know what I mean? Right. So. I try to be fair. I always have powwows with the guys, and, and if you guys ain't had anything to bring up, you guys wanted to change anything, what's up? How's everything going? You know, right. so I kept those lines of communication open. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, that was uh, how long ago? Well, that one was in 2000. I mean, the last time I was there was 2009. Yeah, the first time I was there, 2004-2005, we were in Tikrit, and um, I was in Samara for about a month. Mm -hmm. That <laughs> They needed volunteers to go down because they were losing so many guys. And so my one buddy volunteered, and then I volunteered, and then my whole squad <laughs> volunteered. See, that's well, what's one thing that people really don't realize? Like, there's conflicts, conflicts constantly going on. And the fact that you don't hear about them don't mean that they're not going on. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah so. There's always somebody out doing a mission somewhere. You know what I mean? It's just, and you don't know what day is going to be it. Every day we started out doing an MSR sweep where we'd go just basically drive down the highway and look for roadside bombs. And hopefully you detect some. So MSR for us civilians. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's a, a main supply route. Okay. Is what they call that, you know what I mean? So it's just basically on a highway. That'd be like going over 480, you know what I mean? But not as elaborate. They don't have them that big. Okay. Where we were. I'm sure some of the other places, you know, in Iraq. Is, I'm telling you, it, it looks nice. It would, at one point, it probably would have been beautiful. You know what sure. I mean? You see the palm trees and everything the, down by the river. And, and it's just, 
and at one point I'm sure it was luscious green and everything like that. So they like said when when you're there, it's it's tripped out because Samara was Samaria in the Bible, and supposedly mm-hmm. Jesus was there, right? That's where he met Mary Magdalene. And it's like I'm where Jesus, was, you know what I mean? And I didn't see too many white people be white people. <laughs> so now how white Jesus Jesus is, yo. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> right? I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I know that. I seen a couple of little little white kids running around, but they were probably from the first Iraq war. <laughs> you filthy soldiers. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but, you know, it, it was a trip, man. It was, and the first time I was there, I'm walking around. We were on a mission, just, just walking through a little village, right? And I'm just like, who would have thunk it? I'm in Iraq. I'm really out walking around, and it's it's just crazy, you know. I'm big thing. I don't know what was looking over after me, but the only time something happened is if I went right by it or I wasn't there, right? You know, and everything, and so. But it still messes with you because you Absolutely. know things happen. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, but you know, my son, he was young too at that age. You know, so it's, and then now that he's older, mm-hmm. it's like, you get to hang out and do all kinds of fun stuff. So it's it's great. That's good. And um, yeah. happy Juneteenth. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, tomorrow is Father's Day. Yes. Today is Juneteenth. Yeah. Happy Father's Day to you, sir. Thank you. Same yeah. to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And all the fathers out Shout there. Shout out to all the fathers out there. Mm, big ups. Yeah. We're mm. always the unsung heroes. Right. Right, yeah, that's me. Somebody, you know, we we ain't mommy, but no, <laughs> we ain't mommy. Definitely very necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always uh, tell new parents, uh, the child's interaction with their parents is the way they'll interact with the world. So be mindful of that. That's what I always say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, my mouth it's gotten worse, but never towards my parents. Right. You know what I mean? Those, those are the two I respect. I never really get loud, but I've, I've, I cuss in front of them now. It's terrible, but they know I'm a party mouth. So I try to limit the F bombs for sure. Those are the ones I try to limit. Especially if they're watching the midnight Paco podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I told my mom last one wasn't probably the best one for a mother to watch, you know, given the subject matter of fingers and buttholes. But I'm just saying, I had a father who has 10 fingers. I don't want to even think about it. <laughs> We're going to dedicate that uh, segment to this side of the Midnight Paco podcast. Yeah, he's still, you know, he has, he has feelings. He hasn't found the right one. <laughs> he hasn't found the right one. <laughs> And he uses baby wipes, ladies. <laughs> baby wipes. Baby wipes. Hey, I'm going golfing tomorrow for Father's Day. That's what's up. I'm, know, so, I'm so mad that uh, you have to work. Yeah. I'm going to try to have you come. Yeah, if I didn't have to work, I would be out there hacking away and repairing cool. divots and right. asking for mulligans. Oh, oh yeah. Mean. I always get a couple of mulligans. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, so. I get out four times a year, man, if I'm lucky. We need to start going up down here. I've I've been here what since 2010, and I've yet to go golfing. You never went no. here. 
It's like nobody to really go golfing with. I didn't know you golf. I, I don't. Well, you, I, I try. You really have hard. clubs and you go out, so that's all we need to do. You, I am not good. Uh, listen, I've been on the green in like two, and I have a five. One <laughs> time, I'm done. Listen, it's all about touch. It's all touch. It's all about the swing. The club does the work, but true. Yeah, well, I'm gonna get my game up, and we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna go out. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Trusting I, got, I got to get my game up. Not really. Like I said, I mean, I have my my drives have gotten better because I go to the driving range, and I've been working on that, and I cut my club down to fit me perfectly. So YouTube. Shout out to YouTube University. This guy, this guy fits himself. He he did a fitting himself. Well, I just stretched my arm. <laughs> I said, "That's this is about where I need to grip it," and so I cut it and you gripped know, it. People people pay hundreds of dollars for professional fittings, and he fitted himself. Some hand-me-down clubs too. Bet you should have seen these grips. I mean, they were falling off and they're horrid. For, for the non-golfers, what are grips? Uh, that is the rubber part on the end of the club so it doesn't slip out your hand. That way you can grip it and swing it and rip it. That's right. But the big dog... You want to swing it and rip it only on, like, if you get, like, a, what, a, a par five? Maybe, yeah. And and you and you swing it and rip it at the dry, at the, you know, at the, at the tee, and then maybe at mid-fairway. Yeah. Mostly off the drive. You let the big dog eat. Yeah. Yeah. And the rest of it is all like. Touch. Yeah. Feel. Chipping and putting. Chipping and putting. Chipping and putting, yeah. I'm going to knock on wood. I haven't been in a sand trap for a while, though. (laughs) I have lost balls in the woods, though, that I've done. Yeah. Yeah. And, And as a rule of thumb for all the new golfers, if you. You should not spend over a minute looking for a golf ball. Yeah, get a new one. Yeah, it's all you'll find another one later on <laughs> that ain't yours, and just take that. If you if you're constantly in the <laughs> woods, it's in the fairway. <laughs> if you're constantly in the woods, my suggestion is to buy very inexpensive golf balls. Yeah, because if you buy expensive golf golf balls and and their monogram. Mm. You might spend an hour searching for it. Yeah. Depending then, on where it is. And people are mad at you. Yeah, they they ready to play and you looking for a golf ball. So. Yeah. It's not worth it, people. Give it up. After a minute, you know, go ahead and drop by where you think you went into the woods. Yeah. I enjoy drinking one another. Yeah, me too, but unfortunately, my game does not get better. Really? You don't get more relaxed than just no. Problem is, you got to look at the ball. <laughs> That's the biggest thing is hitting that goddamn ball. Yeah, the more I drink, the worse my game gets. Oh, uh, see, no, I think I get more focused. <laughs> no. It's amazing, man. No. See, some, sometimes things have just adverse effects. No, the, 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 the more I drink, the worse my game gets. And it gets no better. Mm. But I have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But my game sucks yeah my putting i thought i thought i was a good putter but that went out the window yeah 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 i can't putt my dad can putt his his tail off and it's uh we call him 50 cent because he has a putter that he bought at a garage sale for 50 cent and he drains him with his 50 cent was his putter 
It drains it. He's 50 cent or his putter's 50 cent? 50. His putter. His putter's 50 cent. Yeah. I mean, but we say 50 cent. Okay. Gotcha. When he drains it for us, we're like, that's what's up, 50 cent. (laughs) Take that. Big up. So you better be doing that tomorrow, father. Watching. Switching subjects. Okay. I just wanted to mention, like, a couple of my traffic pet peeves. (laughs) PSAs. Yeah. People, when merging on the freeway, go fast. Sometimes you have to go faster than the speed limit. For example, if the speed limit is 55, you don't want to merge on a freeway doing like 35. (laughs) No. For somebody that's in the semi and you swing in front of them doing 35, that's suicide. So you, you know, we can't, semis can't stop on a dime. We need a hundred yards to stop from doing 60 or 55. So when you swing and merge on, go. (laughs) Go 65 if you can. (laughs) People are notorious for, for merging on the freeway and going slow and then speeding up. Yeah, yeah. But if if the other drivers aren't paying attention, their life is all. It, it could have ended right there. Oh yeah. Well, I tell my son anyway. You gotta watch out. You gotta be a defensive driver all day. Yeah. You gotta worry about what the other person's doing. Right. Even if you're you're a great driver, you have to drive like everybody else is crazy. Yes. Because you don't know what they're doing. They don't, you don't know if they drop something and swerve over. You know what I mean? They, <laughs> You gotta keep an eye out. I, I had a I had a lady pull out in front of me, lighting her cigarette. Didn't look up. Didn't even see me. Didn't even see me. Oh. And the fact that I was aware right. and I was paying attention it saved did. her probably. Yeah, it did. You know what I mean? it did save her. And life. you, I'm sure yeah. it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been a good thing. And those semis, man, yeah. be hauling boy, have fun with that. Mm-mm. So I mean, and another one is. You, you, you must respect the law of if someone is pulled over on the shoulder. Uh, that's where a lot of traffic misunderstandings come from. If oh, there's yeah. a car pulled over on the shoulder, by law, we are required, everybody, to get into the next lane. So if everybody respects that, the four-wheelers, the 18-wheelers, if everybody respects the fact that we're, you know, everybody gets over, that will, you know, lower the confusion and, and mistakes. You hear a lot of stories like, this trucker, he he pulled over right on me. And that's another thing. <laughs> and that's one more thing. One more thing. If you see a trucker's blinker, I, I, put this, I said this on stage before. Yeah. If you see a trucker's, a trucker's blinker, they're not asking for permission to get over. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they are letting you know they're coming over. So you have three decisions. You either pull far ahead to get ahead of the truck, you fall back, or you get crushed. Ouch. So those that's it's completely up to you. Those are your decisions. But I but just, you know, be mindful of that. You know, cars are nothing to play with. For the, all the new drivers and, you know, cars are nothing to play with. 
Um, people lose their life every day on the road. So just be mindful of that. Yeah. If I see a car parked on the side of the road anyway, I move over. You're supposed to. It's the law to get over. Well, I'm afraid it has a bomb or some shit. In it. I got some pizza. <laughs> I mean, that's real, though. <laughs> Man, that was the first thing when I came back home, boy. I'd be like, I see a car on the side. I'm like, just in case. That's, just that's, that's, that's your case. reality. And, and, you know, if you feel that way, others... Oh, I'm sure they do. Too. I'm sure they do. I mean, I don't know about now. I'm I'm, I'm a little bit over that now because now I'm like, well, if they get me, boy, that was just a good attack. <laughs> I I hate for that to happen here, boy. We'd lose our shit. I don't want to give nobody any ideas. Thank God, you know. Yeah, I mean, it. it you know, unfortunately, but yeah. But no, you see all that stuff on the highways, man. I, I see cars broke down and they're and they're changing tires, and they're like they're like right on that side. No wonder why people get hit. Exactly, you know? and, and, and people get hit because a they're not over far enough. Sometimes they don't get over far enough. The people don't move over to the next lane. Yeah, that's the big one right there. And, and here's another killer that kills even on the regular streets is the aggression pass. Oh, uh, that's the pass when you're behind someone yeah. and you want. Them and the world to know that you're upset and you're mad. <laughs> Great explanation. So you you accelerate around that vehicle, and that's dangerous. The aggression mm-hmm. pass is dangerous. When you see a vehicle yeah. stopped or slowing down, normally there's a you know a reason for that outside of texting or yeah, just being you know some personal selfishness, but. Um, it could be because, you know, because if you're not unable to slow, if you're unable to get into the next lane, the correct thing to do is to put on your hazards and slow down Yeah. for that pulled over vehicle. Yeah. yeah. So if you can't get over to the next lane, you're supposed to slow down and put on your flashers. So if if you're over in the lane and the car pull and the car is respecting the law and he's slowing down and he lets you over, Mr. Aggression is going to pass all around and swing and bingo bango that person's head is on the ground because he's jacking or under his yeah. car or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and Mr. Aggression pulls around and takes that person out because they don't see him. He don't, they don't see him. Yeah. And it's too late to correct. When you're moving fast, you can't correct. Oh, no, not that fast. Especially yes. if it's on the berm sometimes, too. You yeah, slide. So, I mean, yeah. It, you know, so. Yeah. That's all. I mean, I could do this all day. But oh, trust me. And one of the worst things is when you when you're when you're driving and you're in a truck, and you know you're you're about to merge on, and right. you got people behind you, mm-hmm. but they're in so much of a goddamn hurry that you're about to go on, and so they want to get over there first. Right. And it's like you see, I got to go over. Right. Where am I going? Exactly. We're both going the same way, and this is one lane. Right. And you're gonna cut me off right. and get in front of me. And then they're gonna blow at you like you're. Wrong. Oh yeah, like I'm the wrong one for cutting them off when when I was in front of them already. Yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, th- th- those those are, those are my things, and, and I'm going to keep pushing that, you know, for that law of, to get over for that next lane and, and the aggression pass, because that's, I think, you know, once people understand and realize that, you know, it's the law and yeah. it, ac- it actually can save your life. Right. Oh yeah, but there's so many laws. <clears throat> Excuse me, that uh, you know, there's they're for you, mm-hmm. but people still that you only see I, times I see people running red lights. 
I'm just, I mean, that we're stopped and they just go right through it. Like, well, you do that all the time. Look at, like that. No. You look like, yeah. No. Those are just suggestions, (laughs) motherfucker. It says red, but really, there's nobody coming. (laughs) It's just, you know, I I mean. It's not a stop sign. It's a red light. I, I agree. I agree. And I agree. I agree with you. But, I know if I uh, but, do it. But I'm not going to sit up here and act like, I mean, I haven't lately, but, you know, now that, you know, I'm a professional driver, so I don't do that. But I'm I'm not going to act like I never ran a red light. Look, I would be a hypocrite. Look, I ain't saying I never, if it was dark, late, I'm there. Nobody else is coming around. It's like a side street, right. not a main road. Right. I may try and sneak. I think I've done that once or twice in my twenties. I ain't gonna lie. Right. But and I've trust me, I've tried to beat a yellow light and went through a red light. But I was already in momentum and it maybe just changed and all that stuff. That yellow light actually means slow down. Yeah. Oh, I understand. It, mean speed it means speed up sometimes, <laughs> depending on the situation. <laughs> No, trust me, kids, it doesn't mean. It means yield, slow down. <laughs> like, well, we heard it on the Midnight Paco podcast. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> we heard those guys were professionals. <laughs> <laughs> they know what they're talking about. Yeah, no, so I, I, I hear you, but, you know. Right. It's, so. it's When you see a bunch of people out, and they just one person's like, yeah, no, whoop, I'm like. Yeah, that's that's insane. Because it's, it's not like there isn't cars going, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, uh, that's just not smart. Well, well they say that's horses and humans are the only things that naturally try to be first. It's, it's a big deal to be first. I'm Definitely first. on the highway. Well, my wife thinks she's on the goddamn NASCAR every time. You know, People like, her just way. to be first. <laughs> yeah. I am first. Right. I love it when you're driving side by side to somebody and they just go a little faster. I just like, oh, I just laugh. I'm like, go ahead, buddy. Here, go ahead, get it. Yeah. Take the lead. You want to be that guy? Go ahead. I mean, I I don't care about Be the spotter. Go, go get the, go get the popo. Let them pull you over. That's why I, my, my older age. Please never pull him over. Never. 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 But that's why I, yeah. You're getting pulled over. Well, I look at my wife every time, like, why do you want to give them your money? She says, like, 90. Why? We're going to save 10 minutes? For what? Shut up. <laughs> All right, you driving. I'm going to lay back. I'm going to say I didn't say nothing. Yeah. Shut up. Sometimes people just don't listen. What are you going to do? Do you have any upcoming shows? Uh, Wednesday. Are we going to go Wednesday? Gonna try and go Wednesday? Yeah, let's do it. Where mm-hmm. are we going? Oh, uh, we're gonna do this now, huh? I told you what I wanted to do, but oh, okay. you want to go where you want or what? I uh, figure one more, one more, you know, and then we're there. Because I want to try out this other material real quick, and then you know, we're just there. see how it is. Yeah, we can do it. I, I like different crowds. You know, what I mean, I've already tried some of the material. You know, last time we went to uh, the other spot over on the rain, it was, um, you know. You don't get much response there, regardless. You know, at least last time we, you know, we got a good. We got some response. We got some response. You know, so it was like it, it seemed like a good environment at the Boom Boom Room. You know what I mean? Yeah, we got, we, but we, but we got good response at, uh, at the at Hatfields too. Well, <laughs> nah, it's just 
by the time I was on, not too many people were even there, though. You know what I mean? So it's even hard. I mean, I had some response, but it's just, it's not built for response. You can get response. You know, I guess that's the thing is, it's, I don't, that's my problem. I never want to blame an audience or right. people in the crowd oh, because, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, if it's not funny, they're not going to laugh. And then there's some people that just don't laugh. They just sit there and they smile. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or they just, you know, they don't want to let it out. They don't want to let it out. Yeah, and I it's mean, I don't and, get that. Yeah, well, I mean, because it's an involuntary guy. If it's that funny, they probably can't help themselves. You know what I mean? If it's yeah, that but, funny, you're going to But laugh. you're in a comedy club. Let it out. Well, it's not. that's not necessarily comedy. It's a comedy environment there. But, you know. Well, I'm just saying. If you're going to I'm see just, comedy. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to see if comedy. You're, if you're at a comedy place to yeah. see comedy, then why are you holding it in your lap? Because some people are haters, too. Some people just want to be like, mm. I don't want to laugh at it. You know, I mean, I and that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that's what that is. But, you yeah. know, I mean, you do see people that are just... Re- and you hear other comedians talk about it. They'll, like, they'll be doing a show, and there's one person that's just like, mm, not giving nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. And see, but some problem, that's where the, the ego comes in, and then that's when they try and go at that person. Well, well like, once again, if, if there's people out there like me, that doesn't mean that it's not funny. Because there's a lot of things so, that, that I watch, and I'll verbally say, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Or that was clever. That was smart. Right. And and I may not be like you know laughing, but that doesn't mean that I don't think they're good or yeah. they're not funny. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, you know, nowadays it's like I'm really not that. It, well, I have a. How can you put this? Uh, I have a very select sense of humor. Okay. And I can hear something or see something, and I can laugh at something, but I probably won't be laughing at the obvious things. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. We see, and I just like a lot of stupid, <laughs> a lot of dumb shit makes me laugh. Yeah. And, I, and like I said, when I go, I try to get into that mood because, like you said last time, what this place when a room full of comedians isn't one of the best places. You know what I mean? And that right. stays with me, like. When we show up to go do these shows, you know, and, and be, be part of this stuff, it's, you're on, and technically you're on a show. Right. I mean, it may not be your show or somebody specific, but it, it's a show for the night and for right. that crowd of people. Right. You know what I mean? So I look at it as, uh, we're all going up to do one thing, have a good show. Have a good show. Do your thing. Make some people laugh. Yeah. And, and you know, and if, if your stuff isn't working, you readjust from there. But, but the whole point is to go out there and enjoy it as a as a group. You know what I mean? Like, when you see new people going up, you know what I mean? And they're doing the thing, and they get off, and they're like, ah, you know, it's like, come back. Right. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. You know what I mean? Keep right. pushing on that, because you'll find something in there, and then that's when you build from. Like, when you started, we, we, we were talking about, and you were doing this, and then now you, you got bits. Like, you name them. Like, I got this one. I can do this one. Right. You know what I mean? So, it all... And then the more you do it, which... That's another thing that people have an issue with is going up and repeating themselves and doing the same jokes. Oh, yeah. And it's like... Uh. I feel it, but you got to get better at it. And the better you get at delivering that when you're in front of a crowd, 
you know, it it's obviously comes off better, but then different crowds see it and they don't know you've done that. You know what I mean? I see the process, but when you're with somebody every week, you don't want to be that guy doing the same shit over and over and over. Well, well the, one of the ways that I, I got over it, because I, I uh, wanted to completely do something different each and every time. Each and every time, it's all you talked about. I'm like, man, I ain't, I ain't doing that. But I, I got... The uh, the uh, I, I got the uh, the basis of doing the uh, the material, and I work on something different each and every time I'm up on stage. Yeah, and see your your stuff's designed that way, where you're doing little bits like that. See me, I I probably need to try and change the way I do things because I try and uh, build it in like five minute chunks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I try and have it wrap around so it all kind of makes sense at the not even makes sense but it just has to do with you know everything right in it and it it leads somewhere right <clears throat> although i've been going through it and looking and saying well i probably could take this out and put it over here and, right. you know what i mean little things but then you have to rework everything you know so it's it's a pro that's all i was talking uh with Razel. I, talk, I was talking to him right. shout out to Razel. Razel. and uh i was just saying I, I enjoy the process yeah in that sense but it's also frustrating in thinking about what to talk about right you know what i mean it's even though i've that's the one beautiful thing about starting so late in life mm-hmm. is that we've lived a life mm-hmm. we have experiences there's a lot of stuff we can talk about and then yeah. that's the beautiful thing is then when you're starting at 20 and then you're just you talk about that and then you got to keep i mean the good ones keep talking about things that they're doing throughout their lives you know yeah. what i mean and, and incorporate it but uh it's just it, the process is what i enjoy but i still fear at the same time it's just coming up with stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, for me, I I, I will repeat my material, and uh, and I'll work on different things. Like maybe I'll throw something different in there, or if I if I'm not throwing something different in, I'm working on stage presence. I'm working on yeah, um, connecting with the audience. Right. Yeah. I'm working on. I got OCD, so. <laughs> If the cord is tangled, that'll drive me crazy. <laughs> and you'll see me up there through my act, like trying to untangle the cord, like the whole time. Yeah, I'm trying not to let that get to me. Um, what else? Uh, like I and and not. I'm trying to stay still. Yeah, I, I move. I move quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, I'm I'm just try I just try different things. I'm 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 a animated person to begin with, so it's, oh, that, that's cool. Yeah, that, that means that you know yeah. you won't be boring to watch. But yeah, yeah. But as far as like you're in a Shark Tank or you're pacing constantly. Yeah, it can get like Monday. <laughs> yeah, like you're watching a tennis match or something like. One of the biggest things I liked about this spot is that we had intro music, dog. Ah, oh, yep. Off the rip, I knew what I was walking out to. Walk it out. That's right. And I was over there like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> I was so mad. It was like, "Boing!" She was no like, thought. "What did you want to come out to?" He was like, "Walk it out," and I'm oh. like. How can you not come out to that? And I'm like, fuck you. That is like, the best. Because I had no idea. I was like, 
what do you want to come out to? And I was like, <laughs> greatest love of all. What do you say? Yep, that was it. <laughs> You'll never find by Lou Rawls. Or you're gonna miss my loving by Ru Lou Rawls. Never find. That's what I, <laughs> Stepping out on stage, like that's right. About to get it. I'm like, I don't know what I want to come out to, and he's over there like walking out. I'm like, man, I can not. Hey! Now walk it out, walk it out, walk it out. That walk was it. dope. Dope. It was dope. Dope. And the best thing is, when I got home, I told my wife about it. She knew. I said, babe, guess, guess what song I, I chose? Walk it out. I'm like, look at you. Bam! Get it. You know that. She knew the song that you... Uh, she knew it, man. That's the... What song... What 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 movie is that that we watch all the damn time? Oh, man. It's where a dude goes. I think Chris Brown's in it. It's his brother. Christmas? No, no. Dude goes to college, joins a frat, and uh, Stump the Art. Yeah. Big ups to that. That scene where he's at the club. Walk it out. Walk it out. Walk it out. I don't think walk I ever saw it. Ah, that's the scene I'll right there. It. Maybe I'll watch it again. Yeah, yeah. That's the scene or right there. Because he's battling and I forgot about it. You talk about. Uh, roasting, he was battle battle dancing, so he was basically yeah. he, he clowned everybody in the club. Yeah, he got skills. Chris Brown? No, no, his brother. I forget the actor's name. Oh, he played Chris's Brown, Chris Brown's brother. Okay, Amarion? Yeah. No, nope, no. I think he was no, he was in one of the other. Was movies. it Turbo? Who's Turbo? No, I think it was the dude from Onyx. He looks like the dude from Onyx. Fredro? I don't know. Nah, I ain't to do some Onyx. I don't think it's <laughs> Slam! Big shout out to Onyx, though. That's yeah, the jam, Fredro too. will probably be sending in messages like, <laughs> Hey, as long as you Yo, want son, to that jam, wasn't me, son. My bad. Hey, you wouldn't be disappointed. Dude could dance, yo. Okay. Yeah, dude could dance. So, it wasn't Turbo from Breaking. No? I don't. Yeah, unfortunately. Electric Boogaloo. It mm -hmm. wasn't Ozo. No. Or Turbo. Nah, no, none of those. <laughs> wasn't doing none of that. He's, wasn't none of that. He's crunking. It, it wasn't rerun. No, no. Oh, I know that. Get it. Tommy the clown. No, no. Mm -mm. Uh, no, no. But he came out to walk it out. He came out to walk it out, and that shit just hit. It wasn't none of B two K. No, it probably was all of them. Neil's in it. Uh, what? Well, maybe it was Neil. It wasn't Neil. Okay. He's just the other guy in the movie. Well, I gotta, I gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. I feel bad. I don't know the act, the, the main actor's name because he, he, he was bad. He was good dancing. That's right. And you sure it wasn't Turbo? You gotta see a picture, but I'm sure it's not Turbo. <laughs> White shirt. Hundred percent, it's not Turbo. Oh, all right. Uh, well, yeah. If it ain't Turbo or yeah. Ozone, I ain't see it. But no, nah, that that was why I liked. I like going out to that. You know, it just gave another vibe to it. You know what I mean? It, Kept it the party going. You know, in between, you know, instead of just having a and right, it just dies. You know what I mean? You got that music. You got the music. Just, yeah. yeah, the DJ actually is a great touch. Yeah, it is. Matter of fact, in the future. When we put on shows, we're going to have a DJ there. Ooh, I got a great DJ. We'll have a DJ there. Uh, let's see if he's available, though. Is he, is he local? Yeah. He doesn't do it professionally. 
but he does it at my house parties all the time. Shout out to my my brother-in-law. Okay. <laughs> I think it was DJ Reekin' Fresh. <laughs> that's what he used nice. to go by back in the day. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. He's always playing the music at the house. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I always told him, and he's funny, too. I always told him he should go do comedy, but he, he said he couldn't do it on stage and all that stuff. It's so. not easy, man. No, it's not. It's not. It's not easy. And and that's why when, if I'm in the room and, and I see somebody perform and it, it was their first time on stage, I, I always try to give them words of encouragement and uh, you know, and tell them they did a great job. Yeah, because either way, you went on stage. That's the first. You know, what I mean, that's the first thing. step. It's and and that's and not only that. And see, everybody thinks they're funny. Everybody is funny. I, mean, I guarantee there's people out there that don't do comedy. They're they're funny. Very. Funny. I, I know a lot of them. You know yeah. what I mean? But that's a normal conversation. They're quick. They're witty. You know what I mean? But when you're on stage, it's not. You can do crowd work, but that's not the goal. The goal is to do an hour of material that you go up there and you work out and you have. You know what I mean? Not everybody's just going to pay. Unless you're goddamn gifted and you can go up every time on stage and make it the greatest thing for an hour or whatever just by riffing, God bless you. You know what I mean? But I think it, it takes a different style and you have to be Discipline and sit down and write and, and formulate it a little bit. Because some people write on stage. So they'll just go up there and riff. But they're still writing because then they keep some of it and they they just repeat it. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're building. Exactly. So it's still a form of writing. It's just a different and, way. And, and, and then again, it's like, okay, if you're funny in your circle, that's one thing. Because you could be funny in your circle or you could be the funny guy at work. And basically, you're making jokes on people that know you and you know them. So that makes it a little different. Like when you're on stage and you're telling stories or jokes, you have to have like a universal funny. Mm -hmm. you, you, you can't use inside jokes and expect for everybody to get them. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. that's that. I did that bad thing at my, <laughs> the first time I ever tried. To crack jokes, and it was at my buddy's wedding. <laughs> oh, it went horrible. For one, I was hammered, right? And I was only like 20-something years old. He was one of my best friends. He was the one that got me in the military. Shout out to Damien. You know. So you ruined this uh, wedding? No, I didn't ruin it, but I was trying to talk shit about him. Going out, and when we go out to the club, he wear these old faded-ass black sheets. <laughs> And it was inside joke, but it was like, you know, it was, I'm like, dang, you wearing them things again, dog? You know what I mean? It'd be tight. And he grew, you know, but that's how we met his wife when he was out. And I was like, he met his wife wearing these, you know, faded ass black, black jeans. But nobody got, I, yeah, I guess I was probably slurring too at the time. It probably wasn't the best. It, yeah, they probably couldn't understand you. Wasn't prepared. It no. was, it was horrible. Yeah. Everybody told me about it <laughs> because I, I was it wasn't yeah. recorded I don't think it was probably a good thing mm. yeah because I don't remember but I did you know I'd, I'd get a little bit better my, my buddy who was at my first wedding uh, Andre shout out to you dog he he did a wonderful job he roasted the shit out of me <laughs> he barely talked about the, my first wife at all but he roasted the shit out of me and did a wonderful job as best man was he sober uh, he probably had a couple shots no, no, but he was just, he's just more smart and more prepared. He probably, you know, took time. Yeah, I didn't really, I thought I could shoot from the hip, 
Mm. And I learned that's not what you do. Mm. You come prepared. You come prepared. I mean, they're not married now anyway, so. And me, I'm not either with, with the baby mama, but, you know. Those are still two different performances, and my buddy Andres was way better. <laughs> I think he could do it, but, he, you know, he does computers and, you know, software stuff and sets up that type Sounds of shit. Sounds like he has time to do comedy. I bartends, he travels, he does all types of shit, man. He's single. Especially if you're a bartender, He's right? single. He's 40-something years old, single, no kids. If you bartend, you have an audience. Oh, yeah. 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 And, he, man, he loves New Orleans. He's always trying to get down there and do that type of stuff. But so I'm trying, man. I'll get down there with you eventually. The wife wants to go, but that's because she's in the bruja and all that witchery shit. <laughs> she's in all that crazy-ass... Uh, down in like the what do they call it the bayou yeah but it's Cajun no like the the black magic world of witches and all that type of okay. weird shit yeah hey to each his own trust me man I'm trying to stay crazy asses but they like to watch all those shows that's where some of my material comes from speaking of things that's crazy that's voice recognition not voice recognition but you were telling me about how they could take your voice. Oh, like deep fakes and stuff. Yeah. But you were saying something about the, the face recognition. Face recognition. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I saw an article about a gentleman got arrested for committing a, a robbery because of face recognition. And he wasn't the party that was guilty. It was actually someone that looked a lot like him. Oof. But it wasn't him. Wow. See, so it only takes certain aspects of the face, then, right? Obviously, it's not a 100% yeah. identical match. No, it wasn't at all. I mean, the, the guy they look similar, but I, I don't know. His doppelganger, they said <laughs> it was, but I, I could see the difference between the gentlemen, okay? Okay, and you know, the, the other thing, um, with the face swap technology, yeah, like you know, we're having fun and laughing and thinking it's. All fun and games with the free technology we could do, and it, and it's funny, but it's it's not going to be funny when they put your face on, you know, someone committing the crime and say it was you. Right. Then it won't be so funny. So I don't know. I'm um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're doing this, but yeah, I don't think uh it will be so funny once you get pinned with a crime. Oh no. And they say, well, that's you. It, that's you. It looks just like you, but yeah. it's, it's technology. Yeah, but you know what, man? They still got people on videotapes committing crimes. And you know what they say? That ain't me. <laughs> that ain't me. Yeah. I see it right there. Yeah. Hey, that wasn't me. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> I mean, they probably end up guilty anyway, but, you know, yeah. yeah. No, trust me, man. There's, there's always ways. And like you said, that's the technology that we see. That's the stuff that we have. We have access to for free. For free. That's not the stuff that's being created at, uh, what, what are those places called? Um, uh, something Dynamics. All those robotic places. Yeah, just, and, just think know. about the technology that's available that, that the criminals actually have that actually paid for the software. Oh, yeah. You know, and they can put your voice and face and make you say and do anything. There's kids that are like 10, 11 on, on YouTube that are showing you how to edit shit. Like, they, they have their oh, own yeah. shit where they can, 
and they're at this age, you know what I mean? Like I said, there's always somebody who's creating, who has the knowledge as a, like a scientist who's underground, right. who, who can create this biological bullshit that we're all worried about now. Right. I guarantee somebody knows how to make this crazy shit, but luckily they're not evil. You know what I mean? But they're just somebody who went to school and can sit in a goddamn basement and create some weird shit. You know right. what I mean? That's where fucking Sepentor is coming from. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't say, hey, told you, told you here. Supreme being, G.I. Joe to fucking prepare me for all this shit, yo. I've always said that. <laughs> I'm prepared. All of their technologies and wep- weapons, you know. The bats, the battle android troopers, yeah. that's going to replace soldiers. They're already working on a, on that type of stuff, man. Drones. Shout out to G.I. Joe. Shout yeah. out, man. They knew right away. Sepentor came and, and Globulus, and they tried to shoot those spores into the, into the sky to change everybody and mutate. And the lizard people. What about Cole Slither? Who the hell is Cold Slither? Those are the Dreadnoughts band. That's their band. Oh, was that their band name? Oh, man. Like You're that. good. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, See? Cold Slither, man. Andre, Yo, you be... would remember that shit. Cold. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that G.I. Joe talk. Oh, you know? man. Don't even get me started. You don't have to look that up, youngsters. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. And knowing is half the battle. Yo, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no one is about to but I just want to give a shout out again to the Acumen uh, Paralegal Services. Uh, they will help you help yourself the legal way, and the services offered is they w- will help you with legal documents that need to be typed: uh, guardianships, probates, divorce, wills and trust, complaints and business organization, financial planning, and legal research and writing. That's right. Big ups to them. Appreciate it once again. Everybody appreciate you turning in. Hey, you probably should have said this in the beginning of the video, but hit a like. Hit a, hit a like and subscribe. God probably yes, should have please. said that in the beginning, but yeah, we need some subscribers. If you like the content, please hit the like and subscribe. Don't forget we do have merchandise. Yeah, Justin has on this awesome Midnight Paco Ooh. podcast t shirt. My granddaughter just came in the mail today. And I know she's excited. Oh yeah, you she know. got a pink one. Nice. Size six for youth. Youth, that. Midnight right. Paco for youth, uh, for all ages. We have mugs, uh, we have uh, coasters. Don't forget, you can get at us at uh, so we gotta remember to do this in the beginning too because some people just will tune out. I'm going, <laughs> but they're like these dudes, yeah, right? Like, oh, well, I'm just saying, even if they want to get at us at Justin Fuller Comedy Instagram and uh, yours, I am the great Corey, it's uh, the underscore great. Underscore Corey C O R E E. That's my personal Instagram. But feel free to leave comments on the Midnight Paco Podcast Instagram as well. Um, we are on Spotify as well yep. as YouTube. Yep. So please subscribe and hit the like button. Let us know what you think. If you got any questions, yeah, you can comments. S- send them in. Send them into the email at uh, the Midnight Paco Podcast. At gmail.com. That's where you can get it at, at, uh, at an email. Or, or like you said, leave a comment. You can leave a comment on the YouTube page. Hit us up on our DMs. Yep. We respond. We're not funny acting. No. None of that. Yeah. I mean, as long as you come correct. You come acting stupid. I ain't, <laughs> you ain't getting no goddamn response about them, those things. Unless it's a legit gripe. Unless it's a legit gripe. But, all right, everybody. Tune in next time to the Midnight Paco Podcast. See you there. Peace. Get it.